Hello and welcome to the Songs of Emily Rose podcast. My name is Emily Rose Simons and every month I will slapdash onto the internet three songs and a bit of spiel wrapped in a rough and not quite ready podcast. So rewrite your to-do list again, send an apology email for forgetting another meeting, ignore that growing pile of laundry or whatever you like to do as you listen to the Songs of Emily Rose podcast, episode seven. The theme for this episode is busy. Regular listeners of this podcast, I see you mum and my cousin and a couple of friends, uh, you may have noticed that the May episode has come out rather late. I believe it's now closer to June. This is due to the fact that the whirlwind of my summer has very much commenced and it's going to take me a minute to get used to this almost 2019 pace of life. However, this weekend, the human person I have been seeing took me into the countryside. We walked along sun-drenched paths, listened to birdsong, had a leisurely lunch in a lively pub garden. We took moments to sit on random benches that looked onto rolling fields under the perfectly blue sky. My enjoyment felt almost sadistic when taking into consideration the amount of scores, teach tracks and demos I need to complete in the next couple of weeks, the never-ending production threads that instead of reading, I ignore and let my collaborators chase me if if any information is needed from me, or how my brain seems to have run out of memory for many things and yet has found the space to be a normal person for a few hours holding hands with a lovely human being on a sunny Saturday afternoon. So many people have been incredibly kind and patient over the last couple of weeks, saying, it's okay, I know you're busy. And yet there I was, spending an entire day being completely unproductive and still. As still as a statue or as still as someone who's figured out what on earth meditation is. The main character in my show, The Repatriate, also finds herself in a sudden state of stillness, but this is due to her losing her job and visa in one fell swoop. Her friends contact her, but she is unable to bring herself to respond. Her lover in New York assumes that she is not responding because she is busy. The demo you are about to hear is a series of voice messages and voice notes from him over a few weeks. If this musical were to be staged one day, and oh, I really hope it will be, we would see Victor moving around the stage, sending her each message, well, centre stage. We see Amy not moving from her bed. This is busy. just went public had a party in the Brooklyn hip textile reminded me of your app launch and I realize it's been a while I'm sure you've been busy busy always busy checking code and after yoga following up on the seven meetings from whence you just came you're so busy busy always busy hard to catch you sad to lose you London will no doubt know your name 
You and your sharing online articles. You and your drippings of little peas. Where have you chosen to work nowadays? Did you even read the interviews? Here at Lana's engagement ring, her family's a bunch of freaks. She told me about that breakup call and I realized we haven't talked in weeks. I guess he's been busy, busy, always busy on the tube and reading papers, hoping all that Brexit doesn't bring you too much shame. Busy, busy, always busy, hope to see you, love to hear how London will no doubt know your name. It was nice to hear from you, I even missed your constant apologies. But I guess it's hard to live two lives when London comes with so much ease. You and your Atlantic Ocean. You and your packing up and one-way flight. You and your sort of Ghosting. You know what? I get it. It's all right. You're just busy, busy, always busy, making friends and building networks, mixing with the best and brightest, shooting you to fame. Miss Busy, busy, always busy. That's our Amy, and maybe you'll tell me how London too will no doubt know your name. Happy I know your name. That was the song Busy from The Repatriate. Orbiting the state of being busy are the states of stillness and paralysis. Within 24 hours, I sensed both of those very acutely. I felt stillness holding someone's hand, feeling the sun on my face, stroking a stranger's cute dog. I felt paralysis when not daring to open my eyes in the morning as the weight of everything needed from me in the next couple of weeks pressed down on my chest without the plan of action that I know or I hope will materialise. But the strange thing is that this is actually the easier part. The goals and deadlines have been set by external factors. Existential questions are banned from my brain until I can get everything done. Because then there are moments when the deadlines are completed and my fate is returned to me. When it's my turn again to understand what the rest of my life is meant to look like and up to me to decide how and when and what to work on. To define and redefine what success is meant to be. The weight of short-term tangible goals is one thing. The weight of an entire career, of an entire life still lying ahead of you is terrifying. 
The next song is a very early draft, or even a sketch, of a song quickly cut from a musical I am slowly developing with a friend. The musical looks at millennial culture, partly through the eyes of my collaborator from an older generation. This song was a first pass at an I want song, which would go right at the beginning of the show before her life gets turned upside down by the plot, as is the way for musicals. I find it hard to sleep. And then I wake up far too late. I have a detailed list of work to do. But I always procrastinate. I feel like my heart is always quickly pounding. But I'm allergic to self-care. I know there's somewhere I'm meant to be. But I'm scared I'll never get there I find it hard to laugh Having fun is still a skill I've yet to acquire Letting go is completely foreign to me And it's not a state of mind I particularly wish to aspire unfair if there's somewhere I'm meant to be I doubt I'll ever get there we are put on this planet for a specific number of days and I seem to waste them all by the week on in unbearable and tortuous ways depressing and unconnected metaphors. Needless to say, I find it hard to live. I'm not suicidal, I'm just nullifyingly bored. My youth was disappointing. No doubt middle age will be best to be ignored. I find my existence is a lonely one, but not cut from a musical that may or may not be written. <laughs> In my early 20s, I watched a production of The Seagull and was quite taken with the play. I can't quite remember the plot. Um, I believe it's something to do with a man who writes terrible plays. 
a woman who is a terrible actress and it being Chekhov, I suppose there must be a gun somewhere. The whirlpool or the merry-go-round, depending on what translation you're looking at, that reference really stuck with me. I remember the terrible actress crawls into a window to talk to the terrible playwright about how terrible being an artist is, and yet she loves it. She is tied to it. It is like a merry-go-round or whirlpool. But all lives are merry-go-rounds or whirlpools, not just artists, all of us. Being busy is a way of cultivating a small part of our life that we can control, whilst most whilst the most important areas of our lives are completely out of our hands. Weather, illness, death, love, pandemics. These things are out of most people's control, but damn, we can sure answer those emails, meet those deadlines, churn out that productivity, and pretend that one will somehow control the other. It's like playing bejeweled whilst being tossed around by a hurricane. It's tricking ourselves into thinking that we have more power over our fate than we probably actually do. Anyway, at some point in my life I must have known the plot of The Seagull well enough to set the final scene to song as part of my application for the Graduate Musical Theatre Writing Programme. What you are about to hear is the recording I sent them all those years ago with the vocal help of a very kind friend. Here is The Whirlpool. Why didn't you let me go to you? Why didn't you come sooner to me? So you are now an author, and I am an actress. I guess that means dreams can be real. I learn every part and remember every line, but they can't define what I feel. I've spent my life acting the fool. Sucked into the whirlpool The whirlpool Nina, I have missed you Cursed you and hated you And torn up every piece of your photograph Yet I know that every minute of my life is yours forever I live for your smile and your loving I spend my days acting the fool, sucked into the whirlpool, your whirlpool, the whirlpool. It's a cross that we must bear, as we run and hide and jump into despair. We need the strength to endure, as there is no and anything when you see him. Nina, stay. I love him. 
I love him even more than when I used to. It is an idea for a short story. Goodbye. I am quite alone. Unaware of any attachments. I'm as cold as if I were in. Whatever I write is dull and gloomy and harsh Without her I don't know how to behave I no longer want to be the fool Drowning in the whirlpool And there was the third song for you. Sorry, that was all a bit of a downer. I'm about to crack on with setting some of Ali Keller's chilling lyrics to some hilariously upbeat music for our upcoming workshop of Blood, Sweat, Tears in June. And I'll make sure to bring some of those very strange but very cool songs onto the podcast soon, as well as some more upbeat themes and upbeat takes on themes but if you want to see me and or more of my work i will be premiering a new song at adam lenson signal concert on the 25th of may at the 100 club in london and the songs will be performed by the wonderful natasha carp and tanya treman and if you are in new york in august inconvenient miracle a musical about a 15 year old atheist becoming pregnant with the child of god book by emily claire schmidt directed by ria t delillo produced by the skeleton represents and music and lyrics for me of course um that will be having showcase performances in partnership with eag open space grant and that i believe is from the 11th to the 27th of august tickets will be available online until next time i have been emily rose simons and you have been listening to the songs of emily rose podcast episode seven